So one time I said, if you want to live in the South, you have to be patient and you have to have hope. If you, if you are not patient, this means that you cannot do anything, you will not succeed anything. That's the voice of Auda Hadalin. I first met Auda almost exactly three years ago, when I was reporting for Unsettled in the South Hebron Hills. I caught up with him on WhatsApp earlier this month. You have a new baby. I wanted to say congratulations. Uh, thank you so much. I had a new baby just like 10 days ago, the second one. I have two now. 10 days ago? Wow. Yeah, I have two now. One of them like two years and a half, and the second one is like a few days. How is it being a new dad? <sighs> I mean, it's really a great feeling, but I mean, not here in Masafriyat. Because like here, like when I, when I think about their future, both of them, I mean, it's really like dark future. You don't know, um, you know, like what they will face, what life they will live. And, you know, like um, it's really hard. It's really complicated situation when you cannot, I mean, like guarantee that your children will get, I mean, like, life better than yours, especially, like, if you suffered all of your life. Yeah, it's, it's really hard. It's really hard situation. The South Hebron Hills is a region of the West Bank in Area C, which is under full Israeli civil and military control. For decades, Israel has claimed that a group of villages in the South Hebron Hills, known as Masafariyata, lies within a military firing zone and they've been trying to get the Palestinians who live there to leave. Last spring, Israel's High Court of Justice finally gave the military the green light to begin evacuations. Since then, the people of Masafariyata have been waiting for the other shoe to drop. And three weeks ago, the army informed Palestinian officials that they would soon begin carrying out the forced transfer of more than a thousand people. Auda lives in the village of Umel Kher, which is in the South Hebron Hills, but not one of the villages under immediate threat of evacuation or in firing zone 918. I know, it's a lot of names. It can be hard to keep it all straight. What you need to know about Auda is that he's part of an activist movement across the South Hebron Hills to defend Palestinians, their land, and their homes. And when I spoke to Auda last week, he told me that even though his village of Umelcher is not subject to the military's most recent announcement, Life has become much more difficult for his family and his community in the past year. Since a few months, it's the worst in years. How has it gotten worse? I mean, like now the, the army who is controlling all the area, um, the attacks are, are really getting more, the demolition uh, is getting, you know, like double more. Um, they are raiding the houses at night, they're confiscating all the cars. There's no cars now here. So how are you able to get, are, are you able to get around? Are you able to get to work? I mean, like, we, we go, but there is a lot of difficulties, honestly. Tonight, they were, they were chasing one of the cars. Yeah, I mean, like, they really made, made the situation much, much harder for everyone here. You know, like, you cannot build. Your house will be destroyed. They will raid your house. They will put checkpoints at the entrance of your village. Even if they are sure that you are from the area, they will stop you for hours. They will detain you. If your car, you know, like, it's not registered, as, as they mention, they will confiscate it. Um, you know, like, sometimes they bring, bring the police and let the police, uh, you know, like, write you fines. A year ago, in January 2022, Umelcher suffered a terrible tragedy. 
Haj Suleiman, Aude's uncle, a beloved elder in the community and a symbol of resistance, was killed by Israeli forces as he tried to prevent them from confiscating Palestinian cars. Everything started since the, the beginning of 2022 when they killed Haj Suleiman. And, you know, like, um, after three cars, like, they came to confiscate three Palestinian cars, they put the cars on the, on the truck, and the truck ran over him, and they, like, pulled him more than seven meters, in, like, under the truck, and we lost him. Everything started from that day, like, 17th of January 2022. After that, they, they like, on May, they declared a new decision to effect and, you know, like, displace eight villages, which means that 1,300 to 400 people will be homeless. I mean, like, all the area here in Masafriyata, they declare it as, as a military, you know, like, training area. So just imagine, like, the, the tanks and, you know, like, the bulldozers and the, they shoot just, you know, like, in the middle of the houses. Yeah, I mean, like, the situation is really, really crazy. So with everything that's been going on recently, what and what do you, and not just you, but you you and other people in Umel and in the area, like, what are you doing to, um, yeah, what are you doing to make people aware, to resist? What What does that look like? Bro, believe me, you know, like, even like demonstrations like not, like before, I mean, we, 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 we are not able to do, like, filming and documenting like before, I mean, like, it's really hard. If they catch anyone with a camera, they confiscate the camera. Even, like, if you film by your phone, they, they, they take your phone. I mean, like, here they are really aggressive. They are really violent. It's not like, like, years ago. I mean, like, years ago, if you are filming, yeah, like, they, maybe they will allow you to film. Maybe they, they will, like, be, be, be you know, like, a bit aggressive with you, only, like, if you are close to them. Now, I mean, like, you cannot even, like, if they will see you filming, it's like a big problem. If they will see you documenting, it's really a big problem. I mean, like, if there's demonstrations, like, before they before they hear from the people what they want, I mean, they start through bomb gas, tear gas. And the last demonstration which happened, I mean, like, last Saturday, like, two people got arrested, like, four or five people got injured. And now they have a new strategy, like is to like they are bringing new settlers in the Palestinian mountains close to every village, and offer the settler everything he want to live, with also like a big number of sheep and goats, and that settler with his gun, prevent all the Palestinian shepherds from going you know, like any meter around. Now I mean like our sheep and our goats. We cannot take them, I mean, like, outside at all. They literally waiting us to take the sheep out because they will cause us troubles. They are not taking, you know, like, anything outside because, like, they will attack the shepherds. They will steal the goats. They will attack the people. To be honest with you, I'm 28 years old, but I live everything in, like, I have a lot of experiences about, you know, like bad things with Shai and my family faced from the occupation. But believe me, this year is really the worst. The only happy thing which happened this year that I had a baby, I mean, like 10 days ago. The rest of the year is really the worst. The rest of the, of, of the year is really, I mean, like, sorry for the word, but it's really shit. 
what's going on here? It's, it's, it's really unbelievable. Just imagine like you are sleeping with your wife, with your son, and the army raiding your house in the middle of the night. And they check everything, you broke everything. And then they leave. On the, on the second night, you tell your wife that they are not going to come tonight because they, are, they, have, they already, I mean, like came yesterday night. So it doesn't make any sense that they will raid the same house again. And also while you are sleeping, here we are sleeping in houses. We have no guarantee if we will sleep in the same house tomorrow. Maybe like the house will be destroyed. No one knows. You cannot know like how tomorrow will be. I mean, like every day we wait to hear what happened. Now, every day there is something happening. They are attacking this, attacking, attacking this guy, that guy, that woman. I mean, anyone, any one of us can see and get the attack in any moment. Before, they were not I mean, like getting to the villages. Now they are getting to the villages. Now the army is 24 hours. 24 hours here. The army took all the cars, everything. Demolition orders, every week there's a demolition order. Every week. Filming the people, filming their faces, filming I mean, like their IDs, everything they did. And also they put checkpoints at the entrances of the village. So here in Omaha, there is a checkpoint at the entrance of the village. They will ask you when you are going out. They will ask you when you are coming in. They will check you. They will, I mean, like, check all, all the cars. I mean, like, everything. I remember when my 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 wife wanted, wanted to give a beer. We were running in a car, and I shouted to them, that we have an emergency here. And like, what happened? They, they were really ready to shoot me while we have like a pregnant woman in her last moments. I mean, like they were running to the car. They, uh, they told me to stop. They told me I mean like the care of the car. And you know, like, even like it was an emergency, we stayed around 10 minutes, 10 minutes. I mean, like we are lucky because we didn't lose the baby. I mean, like, just imagine. Have you seen Have you seen a lot of support from from um, outside of the South Hebron Hills? There is support, but it's totally not enough. It's totally not we ex- not what we expected. It's totally not, I mean, like the way we want. It's totally not enough. And unfortunately, like the activists now, they started to, to feel scared, I mean, like from getting here. It's like the, the number is not like before. I'm sorry to hear that. Ten years, we are asking the war to do something for the Palestinians here. And we want the people to know. We really want the people to know. I mean, like, if there's any Zooms, any webinars, I mean, like, where we can talk with people to let them know exactly what's happening, will be, I mean, like, happy to do it. South Hebron Hills and Misafriata are not okay. The people here, we are not okay. I mean, like, the hope which we got years ago, the belief which we got years ago, now all of it gone. 
all of it gone. Now we don't have any hope. Even we, the activists, which we pretend all the time we have hope, believe me, there is no hope. You can hear more from Alda Habalin and his cousin Tarek about their life in Um Umal Khair in The Birthday Party, a special four-part series we published last year, reported on the ground in the South Hebron Hills while I was embedded with a delegation from the Center for Jewish Nonviolence. You'll find The Birthday Party, along with all of our past reporting on the South Hebron Hills, in the Unsettled feed and at our website, unsettledpod.com. In particular, don't miss our two most recent episodes, featuring Ali Awad, and Musa Abdullah Aliawad. Unsettled is made by Emily Bell, Alana Levinson, and me, Max Friedman, with support from Asaf Calderon. Original music from Blue Dot Sessions.